Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. To be back with you folks, and uh, we consider it... uh, just a special opportunity today to continue on with the book of Philippians, chapter 2. Here we are. We're in South Carolina, still on the accident patrol healing and uh, going through some of those things. But uh, as always, it's great to have Stephanie Wesco with us. How are you, Stephanie? That's a funny question, Doug. <laughs> a unique answer. we got to give her credit for that. And uh, so we got a unique answer today, and, and, and God is doing well. So Stephanie has some weakness on her left side and some accident junk going on. And she actually, I was just sitting here listening to her trying to rent a car and just craziness is ensuing. So a week ago today, we were in an accident and we found out it's still, uh, we're still in an accident. We're still beat up. But here's the great news. God loves us. Christ died for us. And we finished up the podcast. So as you remember, the last three podcasts dealt with Liberty and her testimony. And I don't know about you, but I was so moved by Liberty's testimonies on a couple occasions I had to turn away looking at Liberty and weep a little bit. I mean, I am so thankful that God used Liberty to be there with the Wesco family. I'm so thankful that Liberty talked about those terrible intimate moments and uh, trying to take care of the kids and those types of things. And and folks, this is what triggers. This is what, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Stephanie? Your stressor? Mm-hmm. This is what stressor and triggers are all about. And that's why I wanted yeah. to cover that. I, I wanted to talk about, you know, we get these stressors, we get these triggers. One thing, one second, one change can change everything. It can, it can change a life. And we're so thankful we have a God that can change a life back. And, you know, I, I was thinking this the other night, Stephanie. I didn't read this today preparing for this or anything. But the other night I was realizing that I was looking at the miracles that Christ performed. And I realized on his miracles, you know, he never gave somebody something they didn't have. It was already within their body. Like he returned sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lame man, you know, he brought him back to where at birth he wasn't going to be lame. You know, his body parts were there. He just made them work. Christ always returns things and, and heals us and cares for us. And that just kind of caught my attention. And I thought about that. But we finished uh, the 102nd podcast. And we know this is the 106th because we did the, the three with Liberty. But we finished the 102nd podcast with the verse number eight of the second chapter of Philippians. And uh, what a book Philippians is, Stephanie. Thank you yeah. for you and Charles' love for the book of Philippians. And I think it's been a great blessing uh, for me to learn the book of Philippians as we're going through it here. Obviously, I read it once a year or something, but I've never got this kind of uh, quality, this kind of um, depth, I guess, uh, from the study. But So we finished up in verse 8, which says, Being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death which is the death of the cross. And we talked about that. We even shared a poem uh, with this idea of the death of the cross and and what Christ went through. And another little poem here I wrote down in my margins is, Oh, make me understand it. Help me to take it in, what it meant to thee, the Holy One, to bear away my sin. And I, 
boy, what it meant to me. Have you, have you ever sat down and say, what did it mean to me? What did it mean to me? And maybe that's what we need to do. But I want to look at verse 9 now and then uh, start talking to Stephanie about how this all comes together for us. It says, Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. So when we're looking at verse number 9, Stephanie, isn't it great to know that our Savior's name is above every name? It's true. So, so when you see chapter 2 and you're looking at verse number 9, Stephanie, what comes to your mind? Well, I think there's... Um... You know, a name is something very special. It identifies us. Um, you know, when people hear our name, they think... Yeah. They think not just of, of our face. They don't just think of our, you know, where we identify ourselves and our family. Our name involves our identity. It involves our personality. It involves our influence. It involves our character. I mean, when, when I think of Doug... A yeah. smile comes to my face because Doug makes me laugh. There you go. Um, you Not know. a character thing, a laughing <laughs> thing. Okay. No, I'm just, you know, that's, there's certain people when their name comes to mind, yeah. I grimace. There's certain people you when look their at name, the ground and want to spit. There's yeah. certain people when their name comes to mind, I want to, I want to cry because of pain that's associated with their name or whatever, or a scenario runs through my mind that, that causes so much pain. It's like, okay, I don't want to think about that person's name for a while. And we have a savior that there, when we think of our savior's name, wow. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It's like Niagara Falls in terms of everything Jesus name means to me. And, um, I think of the song says, Jesus is all the world to me, my life, my joy, my all. And there's no other name that could be put in that place that no. could fill that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, as we think of this mind that we're told in Philippians 2, that we're to have the mind of Christ. Yes. We're to bear that name. That name is imprinted. I think of that song saying, says his name is written, you know, my name is written on his hands. My name is written on his heart. Christ's name should be written in our hands. It should be written on our hearts. It should, when people watch us, when they see us, when they think of us, they should think of Jesus' name because he is so imprinted on our lives and who we are. And um, that's the whole point of Philippians 2, of what Jesus looks like and hence what we should be and look like. Yeah, and a lot of power there. A lot of power. And, and, you know, you come off of that and you get to verse 9 and it says, Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name we just talked about. And then you get to 10. And, and this mm -hmm. 10 is really uh, special to me that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and of things of earth and of things under the earth. And in verse 11, it says that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of to the glory, and I, you know, we could say that word to the glory 15 times of God the Father. Mm -hmm. And I, I think, you know, the significant thing here is Jesus is no longer on that cross, Stephanie. Yep. And, you know, one of the problems I had, I grew up in a religion when I was younger that still had Jesus on the cross. Jesus handled the cross. He yep. took care of the cross. And, and the Bible tells us he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Mm -hmm. So so Jesus, so if you're out there listening to me, remember Jesus is off the cross. 
uh, you know, the, the work of the cross is complete. The, uh, the crucifixion is complete. Those things are complete. Christ is off the cross. The name of Christ mm -hmm. is everything. The name yes. of Christ is salvation. The name of Christ is consolation, as we just mm -hmm. read. The mind of Christ can completely change lives. The, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the work of Christ. I mean, all those things are going on. And every knee should bow where every knee will bow. And so how does that happen, Stephanie? How does, you know, someone may be listening to this saying, hey, my, you know, my neighbor next door believes such and such, and I guarantee you his knee will ever bow. And, and how do you answer that? I think I think as I as I look at the context of of these you know verses nine and ten and eleven, um, ultimately we know this is going to happen um, that every knee will bow in the future. But this isn't put in the future tense. It says should bow. In other words, this is something that God wants to see happening. I believe now. This isn't something that's just in the future, but this is all put. You know, this is the end of a passage yeah. that started with, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ wow. Jesus. And then there's a colon there. In other words, that was the stage. That's the, then God says, this is what it looks like. And this mind of Christ that we are to have, this life of Christ is supposed to be seen in us. Yeah. The life that we are to be living is to be one that leaves people bowing to Jesus, that yeah. leaves people in awe of who he is, that leaves people confessing that he is Lord and glorifying him and glorifying God the Father. And even to, it takes us to another level or to a, another spot is what are our knees doing as we exactly. listen to, you know, as we're listening to this podcast today, have we bowed? Yeah. Christ. Well, and if people don't see us, why would people want to bow in worship and adoration in service to our God if they don't see us bowing yeah. to Him and they're in service and glorifying yeah. Him? Your life should be, uh, so I guess what we're saying is your life should be almost a billboard or almost yes. an advertisement or almost Yes. Hey, listen, you know, look at look at Stephanie over there or, or look at Bill over there or whatever the case may be. Their life is different. Mm -hmm. And and I believe uh, I believe that's what that's talking about there. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things in earth and the things under earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father and uh, there will come a time, aren't we taught in the book of mm -hmm. Revelation, there is a yes. time that everyone will bow? Yes. Well, and you have, I mean, the Revelation's filled with examples of of yeah. people. Obviously, you have the great white throne judgment where, where the lost yeah. will bow. But I think of Revelation 4, you know, where you have all of those around the throne crying out and saying, you know, worthy is the Lamb. And... Um, that's what it's all about. It's all about Jesus Christ being lifted up and honored and glorified and worshiped. And, you know, this only, if, you're, if your mind is filled with this world, if your mind is filled with laying up treasure in this world and you're living for the here and the now and that's your focus, you are not filled with the mind of Christ. I don't care what you what you try to look like, what you try to yeah. facade you put on, 
where your affection, you know, the verse says, you know, where your affection are, where your affection is, that's where your heart is. And, um, that's where your heart, if your heart is, if your affection is filled with materialism, if it's filled with stuff, if it's filled with your image, if it's filled with all of these other things that mean absolutely nothing for eternity, then you are not filled with the mind of Christ. Hence, you cannot be a testimony for him. And you can't. And, and you know, I guess as we talk, and, and I know, and we always hit this, we're at a point where certainly a lot of the people are, we are, we're speaking with are, you know, they're hurting hearts. They, they've been through junk. They've been through things. And here we are saying, you know, the answer is the mind of Christ. And it's true. The answer yeah. is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then allowing everything. So living life, not only living life, but living life more abundantly. So, yes. so you know, the answer is, uh, you know, this is about plugging in. This is about uh, making Christ first. This is about when I, when I enlisted in the Army, I mean, I joined. I was all in. I had to do what the Army said had to be done. I had to wear an Army uniform. I couldn't join the Army and put on a Navy uniform, even though I know a guy who did that. And, uh, man, he got in a lot of trouble. You know, he decided he wanted to be a Navy chief instead of a corporal in the Army. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. But, uh, but anyway, I had to follow the rules of the Army. And I think, uh, I think this is about following what God has for us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get the mind of crisis, as Stephanie has said, as we've seen in the Scripture over and over again, reading God's Word, communing with God, praying with God, opening a relationship, making it real, making it uh, uh, something you're going to do. Even listen to this podcast as we study God's Word, I believe, will help that. And I think Stephanie's got some scripture for us right well, I have a poem, actually. That All I, right. It's a hymn that I love. Okay. It's in our hymnal, and I, my kids and I, we sing it together. Um, I cannot wait to get home to sing with my kids, I'll be honest with well, you. Well, praise God. I, I've been trying that. to get some singing around here, folks. It's been very limited around here. I, <laughs> I went out and, and I bought a plug for the written. piano and we found the legs. And, we you have know, one song written and another one almost ready. So, and, But anyway, that, uh, that whole thing's falling apart here. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead and read that song. But yeah, this, these are the words to this hymn that um, really always speaks to my heart. And um, it's a lot it just goes along with what we've been studying here may the mind of christ my savior live in me from day to day by his love and power controlling all i do and say may the word of christ dwell richly in my heart from hour to hour so that all may see i triumph only through his power may the peace of christ my savior rule my life in everything that i may be calm to comfort sick and sorrowing May the love of Jesus fill me as the waters fill the sea. Him exalting, self-abasing, this is victory. May I run the race before me, strong and brave, to face the foe, looking only unto Jesus as I onward go. May his beauty rest upon me as I seek the lost to win, and may they forget the channel, seeing only him. Ooh. How I come I've that. never heard that song? It's a beautiful hymn. What hymn is it? It's called May the Mind of Christ My Savior. Make the Mind of Christ My Savior. And, you know, I think, uh, um, so, you know, this comes down to this, the practicality of this. So I think we're at this point of this podcast where, you know, we've taken chapter two and, and we've just went all the way up and we're, we're banging through some verses. We just finished verse number 11 today. And, and, and we're, we're getting to the place in verse number 11 where we should confess the Lord 
and uh, uh, to the glory of God. And we do that. And so then people are going to say, okay, well, I had a moment where I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. It was real to me. I believe it. Some people will say beyond that. And beyond that, I, you know, joined a Bible-believing church and was baptized into the membership. And, uh, you know, and, and I want to get from that baptism to where I need to be with Christ. And what do we say? You know, I've been saved. I just got baptized into the church. How do I get to this place where I have the mind of Christ? How do I get to, play, to the place, Stephanie, where I'm a billboard for Christ? How do I get to the place with my hurting heart, with my life upside down, with things weird? How do I get to the place where I just sell out? Well, I think there's that concept of behind, you know, you're a baby Christian. How, do, how does a baby grow? Does a baby go from being a baby infant to running a marathon? No, he has to learn to take those baby steps. And um, he has, my oldest was all my, he was one of those babies that was never content to be where he was. He had to be doing the next thing. And um, that's how God wants us to be with our growth and where we want to become all that he wants us to be. We want to be walking. We want to be doing yeah. things and that comes from literally letting his word <laughs> take a shower in his word become saturated with who God is because the Christian walk isn't about other Christians when the rubber meets the road the Christian walk the Christian life isn't about the people around you making them happy it's not about being you being the judge of others it's not about you being consumed with fitting in. I mean, not that God wants us to look like the odd ducks all the time, but it's not about fitting in. It's about being who Jesus has for you to be and his mind controlling you. And, you know, when that, when you have that life, you're going to be filled with, you know, the Holy Spirit's controlling you, the fruit of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith. Those things will become who you are. Yeah. And that's what draws people to Jesus. And, you know, you don't have to be a Christian for years and years before you become that channel. That people forget the channel because they're seeing Jesus. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. Now, this, and, and that's right. And, and, you know, as we read through those verses, I know we had wrapped up eight from the last podcast. And uh, from 102 when we had, before Liberty came in. And then we got to that place, wherefore God also... Uh, hath highly exalted him. So so the Bible's telling us that Jesus is the one. Mm -hmm. Giving him a name which is above every name. And so so how do I get there? Well, we got to serve the one whose name is above mm -hmm. every name. That if the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of the things in heaven and the things in earth and the things under the earth. And, you know, we think of the things in earth, you know, we think of the uh, the dead, the un uh, things under the earth, the unsaved, dead, uh, yeah. those things. And, and it's going on to talk. I mean, this is real life. Yeah. You know, as we're studying the Bible, this isn't something fun to do. This isn't something that can help us a little bit. You know, uh, Christ isn't a prophet. He's our Lord and Savior. Yes. This isn't about little things. This isn't about uh, what God might do for us. This mm -hmm. isn't about uh, steps that we can make as a Christian. This is about selling out. It, we don't have to go through a list of steps to get there. He's opened the highway wide open. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, are you saying, you know, some might say, well, Doug, are you saying that 
you know, I shouldn't do this. I'm saying you should do everything that's available at your local church. You should be in your startup or new Christian class or connection class or whatever they call it at your church. You should, you should try to suck in every ounce yeah, uh, of God God's is. word, every, every verse, memorize them, commit it to something that can make a difference in your life. Mm -hmm. Hey, I've been reading the Bible for uh, 27, 28 years I've been saved. And, and, uh, and let me tell you something, friends, every time I read it, I find something else. Every time I go into the word, I find something else. I've done exegetical studies in the seminary on the book of Philippians, and I'm finding more this time uh, that I hadn't seen before. And so I guess what I'm saying is as we try to make this practical, and I think that's what we're trying to do with this whole podcast, is how can we make this practical for that guy or gal sitting out there in pain, sitting out there hurting, sitting out there trying to do the next thing with God? Well, number one, folks, and listen to me, you need to be a member of a good local church, and we want to help you with that. If, if you don't have a church, you just come over to Help for Wounded Spirits Facebook page, and we'll help you find one. You can go to Wounded Spirits, uh, the, the website, and there's actually a list of churches out there by your zip code. And that's number one. Number two, uh, you do need to follow the Lord in obedience with baptism. Mm -hmm. and, and you need to learn the ordinances of the church. The ordinances of the church. You, need to, you need to learn uh, what's next, and you need to want to grow. And, and somewhere along the way, Stephanie, i got to believe these folks who are growing, who are taking on the mind of Christ, who are going through these things, who are making a difference, somewhere along the way, they got to start doing some training, don't they? Yep. Well, you need to be in Bible studies. You need to be able to... Um, do anything you can to saturate yourself with God's Word. You know, find a friend who's willing to invest in you. Find someone you're willing to invest in. Sometimes when you have someone you have to invest in, like Jesus did in us, and that's part of the mind of Christ is being a servant and investing in others, it forces you to study. It forces you to, to for God to become real to you because... God's trying to use you to become real to somebody else. And um, it's, you know, this is a constant cycle that's supposed to be going on of um, the Great Commission where we make disciples and we're teaching and training and this keeps going on. So find a good church, find someone that you can bring to church and minister to and invest yourself in others. And um, that's the whole concept, I think, of, you know, where this chapter started off of look not every man on his own things but every man also in the things of others. And for me, that verse has to stay in front of me. Yeah, that's right. It keeps me going some days when I want to just be done. So, hey, folks, as we close today on this 106 podcast where every knee shall bow, and as we wrap this thing up, I think the most important thing here is we've got a job. Yeah. There's something we need to be doing, and it doesn't matter if we're sitting here all cut up, all beat up, all shredded up from a car accident and, and <laughs> surgeries and COVID in life, we still have a responsibility. Yeah. And that responsibility is to, to find that mind of Christ, put it to work in our lives, to, to just use it for other people, change it and uh, let it change our lives. Let us, let God use us to help other people learn from the word of God because it's God that changes people. It's not people. 
Folks, if you're around people that are saying, look what I've done for you, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. It's all about yeah. serving God, man. It's all about what God does for you. And hey, we really love you. Hey, one more appeal to you guys out there again today is, listen, it costs about $150 a month for this podcast to reach all of you guys around the world. And we would be honored. If you can't afford it, don't worry about it. Shut your podcast off now and go to a different one tomorrow. But if you can help, if you can make a difference, would you do me a favor? Would you send a check to Armed Forces Baptist Missions? Go out to the website, General Fund, and in your notes, write, this is for the podcast. Drop us a note on Hope for Wounded Spirits and say, you know, drop us a PM and say, hey, I paid for a month or I paid for a half a month or I'm willing to give up some vanilla, tea, vanilla lattes or something to help you guys for a month this year. It's about 1800 a year. So if you or your church want to be part of this and help, we'd love that. Uh, we sure do love you folks. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. And remember, we got a job to do. Yeah. We got to keep going. We got to make a difference. So uh, for Stephanie and We're I, we look- We're talking ourselves right now. We got to do what? We're pep talking ourselves. We're pep talking ourselves and you guys out there. And, <laughs> and uh, listen, we need the pep talk too. Yeah. And uh, it's easy to get settled in. But we love you folks, and we're praying for you. Stop by and see us at uh, Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and drop us a private message. And uh, we look forward to talking to you all real soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.